Good evening from me, Father Emil, and welcome to the program As the Sun Sets. It's been another lovely day here in Johannesburg, and I hope it's been a great day wherever you happen to be. But we come to the end of the day, we are tired, we just want to put our feet up and rest and relax. Well, nice to be with you as we come to the end of the day and just turn our thoughts to the good Lord, thanking Him and asking His mercy and forgiveness for all that we might have done wrong today. We ask the Lord to be with us as we pray, O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
Your sorrow, your sorrow will turn to joy. Alleluia. Psalm 125 Joy and Hope in God When the Lord delivered Zion from bondage, it seemed like a dream. And then was our mouth filled with laughter, and on our lips there were songs. The heathens themselves said, What marvels the Lord worked for them! What marvels the Lord worked for us! Indeed we were glad. Deliver us, O Lord, from our bondage as streams in dry land. Those who are sowing in tears will sing when they reap. They go out, they go out full of tears, carrying seed for the sowing. And they come back, they come back full of song, carrying their sheaves. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Your sorrow will turn to joy. Alleluia. Whether we live or whether we die, we belong to the Lord. Alleluia. Psalm 126. Success depends on the Lord's blessing. If the Lord does not build the house, in vain do its builders labor. If the Lord does not watch over the city, in vain does the watchman keep vigil. In vain is your early arising, your going later to rest. You who toil for the bread you eat, when he pours gifts on his beloved while they slumber. Truly, sons are a gift from the Lord, a blessing the fruit of the womb. Indeed, the sons of youth are like arrows in the hand of a warrior. Oh, the happiness of the man who has filled his quiver with these arrows! He will have no cause for shame when he disputes with his foes in the gateways. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Whether we live or whether we die, we belong to the Lord. Alleluia. From Him, through Him, and in him are all things that exist. To him be glory forever. Alleluia. And the canticle this evening comes from Colossians chapter 1. Let us give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him, and for him. He is before all things, 
and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. He is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme over all creatures, and from him and through him and in him are all things that exist, and to him be glory for ever and ever. Alleluia. Our Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to John, the Priestly Prayer, chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Holy Father, keep those you have given me true to your name, so that they may be one like us. While I was with them, I kept those you had given me true to your name. I have watched over them, and not one is lost, except the one who chose to be lost, and this was to fulfill the scriptures. But now I am coming to you, and while still in the world I say these things, to share my joy with them to the full. I passed your word on to them, and the world hated them, because they belong to the world no more than I belong to the world. I am not asking you to remove them from the world, but to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in truth, your word is truth. And as you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself so that they too may be consecrated in truth. And so we continue the great priestly prayer of Jesus at the Last Supper when he speaks so intimately to his Father in heaven. And he speaks about his disciples saying to the Father that he has watched over them and 
because of his love for them and what he has done for them, none of them was lost except the one who chose to be lost in order to fulfill the scriptures. But he says he's passed his word or the word of the Father unto them and the world hated them. Yes, the world hated them because they belong to the world no more than I belong to the world. So here we have St. John talking about Jesus and the disciples on the one hand and the world on the other. It's favorite theme of John that he speaks about the world. And for the world, for John, his understanding of the world is everything that is opposed to God's plan, everything that is evil, everything that um, has to do with the devil comes uh, is termed the world. So the world is everything that is not in the framework of Jesus or the Father is the world. It's that world out there, everything that is opposed to the good news of Jesus, everything that's opposed to the truth. And remember, Jesus said he is the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. And so he prays for them because they don't belong to the world, but they belong to the Father. Consecrate them in truth your word is truth. There we have it, Jesus saying, consecrate them in truth, your word is truth. And we remember how Jesus said that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And so he's asking the Father to consecrate them in the truth, to consecrate them in Jesus in, in, in a very deep sort of way. And then he says, as you, Father, have sent me into the world, I'm sending them into the world, and for their sake I consecrate myself so that they too may be consecrated in truth. So we have Jesus coming from the Father, watching over the disciples, just as the Father sends Jesus into the world, now Jesus sends the disciples into the world, and he says, I want to consecrate them. I ask you, Father, consecrate them in the truth so that they too may be consecrated in truth. That's the intimate prayer of Jesus. So he's very conscious at the Last Supper of his Father. He speaks to his Father in these very intimate terms. He's conscious of his disciples. He realizes that one of them is going to betray him. He realizes that he has walked with these disciples. He, is, he has loved them and he's taught them. And now he sends them out into the world. And he says, Father, please consecrate them in the truth. You see, once something is consecrated, it is set aside for a divine purpose. And so when Jesus says to the Father, consecrate these people in the truth, he's saying, set them aside for the divine purpose of proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. And that really is what we are asked to do. Remember, as I've said before, John is writing at the end of the first century. He's not just giving us a biological account of Jesus at the Last Supper, but he's facing those disciples at the end of the first century who, have, who had their doubts about Jesus now. They were being persecuted by the authorities that be and so on. And so John is really taking out of the life of Jesus uh, uh, words that we've just heard today to give encouragement to those early disciples and to say, don't feel lost. Don't feel forlorn. Don't feel that the Lord has deserted you. No. Know that the, Jesus prayed to the Father. He's prayed for his disciples. He sent them out into the world. And so you are an intimate part of the plan of Jesus. And that's the plan that I think we should recall. Now, I think we all, in many ways, 
we find ourselves like those disciples at the end of the first century. We also have our doubts. We are often persecuted by the world and the values of the world. We live in a world in which uh, there we, every way we look, we find bribery and corruption. And um, we find even within the church, you're going to find people who oppose the church in some ways. They say, well, I will adhere to this teaching, but not that teaching, and so on. So it's good for us to remember that what Jesus is doing is praying for us and he's saying, Father, I watch over these and none of them will be lost except those who choose to be lost, those who refuse to accept that I am the Son of God, that I am your Son, Father. And so today I think let's make our prayer, Father or Jesus, let's ask the Lord Jesus to help us to accept him as the Son of God, as the Messiah and to remember that he's prayed for us and that he wants us to be one just as he and the Father are one. Father, keep those you have given me true to your name so that they may be one like us. And in these days leading up to Pentecost, surely this is what we should be praying for. All Christians of all denominations, it's sad that so many Christians of different denominations have their own pet likes and dislikes that there are churches that broke away from the Catholic Church and broke away from other little churches. And so we've got so many different little churches or little sects, each adhering to their own pet subjects and so on. Let's all of us together say in these days leading up to Pentecost, let's remember how Jesus prayed for us and he wants us to be one. Let us never cease to pray that we might be one in Christ and come to love him and to know him and to know that it is Jesus who leads us to the Father. It is Jesus who asks the Father to consecrate you and me in the truth. That's what the Lord is asking of us to do. And though he's sending us into the world very often a very hostile world, as at the end of the first century, but always to remember that Jesus is with us through thick and thin. The Holy Spirit is the Advocate. Alleluia, Alleluia. He will teach you everything. The Holy Spirit is the Advocate. Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Advocate. Alleluia, Alleluia. Christ will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Alleluia. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. 
He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Christ will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Alleluia. Now with the apostles and with all who have received the pledge of the Spirit, we praise and we call on God. Lord, hear us. God of power and might, you have taken up Christ into the glory of heaven. Help us all to see that he is living in his church. Father, you said to Christ, This is my Son, the Beloved. Listen to him. Make the voice of your Son resound in the hearts of all people and bring them to salvation. And may your Holy Spirit come to dwell in the hearts of your faithful and renew the face of the earth. Into your hands we commend your, our dead, our brothers and sisters and our loved ones, Confirm our, our hope in the resurrection to come. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God of mercy, you have gathered your church together by the Holy Spirit. Keep us devoted to your service and united among ourselves. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
meant you broken For he's come to love you and not to condemn And he offers a pardon of peace If you'll come to the table you'll feel in your heart The greatest forgiveness, the greatest release Come to the table and taste of the glory And savor the sorrow, he's dying tomorrow Those who have loved him One is a traitor And one will deny For he's lived his life for them all And for all be crucified Come to the table He's prepared for you The bread of forgiveness The wine of relief Come to the table And sit down beside him The Savior And that's where we leave it for this evening. It's been lovely being with you for the last half hour. Thank you for joining me and thank you for staying with me on Radio Veritas. I wish you a wonderful, pleasant evening. Remember, at the end of the year, uh, in, in September, I'm taking a group of pilgrims to, uh, to, uh, the, to Rome and to Assisi for the canonization of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. And uh, all I can say is I hope we're going to have a great number of people coming with us on that occasion. And I do hope that you're going to take the time and the trouble to go and visit the website of fowlertours.co.za. That's right, fowlertours.co.za. Read all about it. Phone Gail. Tell her you'd like to come along and uh, she'll put your name down on the list. So fowlertours.co.za. But for me, that's all we have time for this evening. From me, Father Emil, good night, God bless, and enjoy your evening.